0: Welcome back to Judging Book Covers podcast, a bi-weekly book club podcast where I bring on two guests to discuss a new book. This week, I am joined again by Molina and Carson, and we read Ender's Game, not Ender's Shadow, as much as I want to keep saying Ender's <laughs> Shadow. So uh, Molina, is this your normal type of book?
1: It is not. Well, <laughs> uh, teen adventure, like kid adventure kind of is. I, okay. I, would, I would say that's in my, my realm, but.
2: What is your, your typical book?
1: My typical book, yeah. as of late, it's been comic books.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: typically I like reading, uh, like I said, Teenage Adventure, like Teenage Summer, Summer Romance, Sarah Dustin, Nicholas Do you Parks. like that,
2: that coming-of-age yes. story? Yes,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I do. I, think that. I like
2: those stories. Yeah. We can agree on that.
0: Yes. Is this a coming-of-age story in a way? Can that argument be
2: made? This is a forceful coming-of-age story, in my opinion, because you are, you do see this transition from this kid who is somewhat innocent into like this much more ki- Never seen this cover. killing machine is what he's trained to be, but it's not really something that he necessarily wants to do. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should talk about the book. This is one of my favorite <laughs> books. This was the book that got me into reading. Okay, yeah. Sh- go ahead.
1: Should I, read, should I read the summary first? You want? Yeah. Yeah. Did, go ahead. us um, a summary. Well, oh, I mean, it's in the back. Okay. Yeah. Read, read, uh, read the back of the book. <laughs> okay. Once again, The earth is under attack. Sorry, let me read that in a... uh, uh, a More dramatic. I was going to say, I need a more movie phone kind of voice. Once again, the earth is under attack. Alien. Buggers. Are poised for a final assault. The survival of the human species depends on a military genius who can defeat the buggers. But who? Who? Andrew Wigan, (laughs) Brilliant. Ruthless. Cunning. A tactical and strategical... English? A tactical and strategic master. And a child. Recruited for military training by the world government, Ender's childhood, ends the movement, he enters his new uh, home. Ends the movement, he enters his new home. Ends the moment. Ends the moment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you give me that book back?
1: (laughs) You did really well. (laughs) For the first five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. Um, Yeah, so this book, uh, now I I had read plenty of books before Ender's Game, which is a very science fiction book. Uh, it is. It is a young adult book. Um,
0: Nowadays, yes.
2: Yeah, but it's actually really dark. Uh, a dark story. It deals with death, death of children in particular, children fighting each other, um, politics, genocide. Yeah, politics. And I know that. Uh, I I have had friends who have read this book who have been very turned away by the political side of the story. I and can when see I that. when I was younger, I was I felt that way too. Because I just wanted to get to the, the good stuff. I wanted to get to the battles and the the battle school and military training.
0: I definitely remember the Peter Valentine political side being much longer as a kid. And I think mm-hmm. that was also being like, mm, I don't like this. It's taking too long. <laughs>
2: All right. Do you want me to, uh, to summarize this book? Go ahead. Uh, so is this including spoilers? How do we feel about spoilers?
0: Oh, my God. This book's been out since... I honestly, I am more shocked I just 1977. <laughs> more shocked, we found someone who has not read this book before. Yeah, this is a, a very
2: popular <laughs> book. Um, you'll find it nowadays more on like summer reading lists as well. Yes. I've seen this, uh, my little cousin, Louisiana, it was on her summer reading list. Really? And uh, me and my, uh, her older cousin, me and, and uh, her older brother encouraged her to read this because we love the book. But, I almost
0: talked to my brother who has read this book and do coming today, but he was playing, Dust is it dust 2? 2. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Priorities.
0: Priorities. <laughs> it's been a universal. You know? All right.
2: So, so this book actually started from a short story in 1977, uh, written by Orson Scott Card, and uh, it ended up being expanded into roughly the book that we know today, mm-hmm. Ender's Game. Um, now, the book was updated sometime in the late 80s or early 90s, mm-hmm. Uh, but it, the story itself wasn't updated. It was more the political situation, and uh, I don't know exactly what was changed. I think it might have been a lot of how the USSR or Russia was mentioned in this book. I think that was the kind of stuff that was uh, that was changed in this that version.
1: So, is that the 1977 version, or what is no,
2: this? Is I got this one in early 2000s. Okay. For people who can't, can't see, because we're <laughs> in a podcast, the book I have is almost <clears throat> falling apart. Uh, pages are, are curled up, dog-eared, marked all over the place. It's yellow and old. and But it's from
0: 2000?
2: This one's, I think it's from 2002.
0: Gotcha. If I remember correctly, he wrote Speaker of the Dead first. Even though this is the first book of the series. I'm pretty sure Speaker of the Dead. I cannot remember when Speaker of the Dead came out. Um but this was kind of two bridge. I can't remember if the short story came first or what, but this was written and expanded mm-hmm. because of speaker of the dead.
2: And, and this is actually the starting point, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the starting point for two series. Yes. Is. Yes. Um, there was another book that was written after Ender's game, following another character in this book, Bean. Who is that,
0: my favorite character. Bean
2: is a great character. <laughs> uh, and that series follows him, his story, his past and his future. Uh, that is the Shadow series. Follows mm-hmm. Ender's Shadow, Shadow of the Hegemon, Shadow of the Giant, etc. And Ender has a series that follows him, and that one is a much more philosophical series. Yes. So the Very Ender series,
0: abstract. basically, as you can tell from the end of this book, it you know takes place 3,000 years in the future. Mm-hmm. Ender's Shadow discusses basically... They the end of the book happens. Here's everything political and dramatic that happened mm-hmm. on Earth afterwards. Yeah. So
2: so you get like a world that is kind of in the midst of this power struggle, and each one of the people from Battle School, especially the ones who are in Ender's squad at the end of the book, become yes. very prized possessions and have to choose sides. All I keep
0: thinking is the 16 year old boy becomes
1: leader of the world.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Spoilers. So still. Okay. All right. Let me let me <laughs> let me discuss the the plot of this book. So we're in. <laughs>
1: Basically, it's Hunger Games before Hunger Games.
2: It is Hunger Games it way is. before Hunger Games. Hunger Games in the sense of not post-apocalyptic, but adults versus kids.
1: There's even yes. wolves with the faces of other people.
2: Mm-hmm. Where do you think... Uh,
1: oh, I totally did not put that together. You are yes. right. I That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, okay, this has to be written before Hunger Games or else I'm going to be mad. And was it? It was. <laughs> so... So,
2: Little known hmm. fact, Hunger Games was actually written in 1976, which predates oh, no. the short story by one year. 2008, I just <laughs> looked, so. <laughs> All right, so um, the world that is set up here is kind of similar to, th- the world is starting to combine because there is a shared threat. And that mm-hmm. threat is an alien species that is, I guess, uh, on their way or is a threat that is looming in the distance that can destroy humanity. These are the buggers. There have been two wars with these aliens in the past, and the first wave of they call it the Formic War. And Buggers is like the uh, like the derogatory term, I guess, for for these aliens. Uh, the first wave of the Formic War was these creatures coming to Earth, meaning like, hey, we're gonna colonize this. Look at all these little, you know, uh, insignificant little creatures on this Earth. We're just gonna take it over. And humanity was able to come together and fight them off.
0: Wait, did they actually want to colonize? I haven't actually read the rest of Ender's game. Right. Or was it just that we perceived that they were
2: trying to colonize? I think that it's mentioned in this book that it was for the purpose that of that first wave was for colonization because they didn't have mm. like an armada. The 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 buggers didn't have lots of war capabilities. And okay. that's why we were able to win even though our technology was so dated compared to theirs. Okay. So then we were able to adapt their technology into our day-to-day life, and a second wave came back. And this one was in order to, ex- to, to, uh, to cause, I guess, in order just to kill us all and take our planet. So the second wave, we were losing, and then there was one stroke of luck that ended, us, ended with us winning this war, and that was a character in this book named Mazer Rackham. That's always how I pronounce it. I'm not sure. Rackham? Is that that how it is?
1: I'm gonna say it is.
2: I think so, based on the audiobook. Rackham. But
0: it's been about three weeks now. (laughs) Mazer Rackham.
2: So, he is uh, not not even this very distinguished soldier, but he's leading this small squad and dives in to sure death in this huge cloud of enemy ships and blows up one ship in particular and the war's over, essentially. All the buggers go brain dead. Even the ones who are still alive and functioning aren't responding to any stimulus. Because and it's
0: a hive mind. It's
2: a hive mind. That's revealed later in the book. Yeah. So we come into a world where uh, the pop- there's a population control.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: that is, in America, you're only allowed to have two children. And we meet Ender, who is a government-commissioned third child.
0: Now, was every child required to be tested for this
1: mm-hmm. school? They all had monitors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So
2: they they have this thing attached to the back of their neck, which essentially monitors the first early years of their life, how they react, how they learn. It's They don't go in too much detail about what information they receive from the monitor. They're supposed to be able it's to everything. tell. Mm-hmm. I think it's even supposed to be able to tell, like, thoughts and emotions. So. Yeah. Uh, and it also, I mean, it monitors. So if anything's happening to, the, to that child, the government essentially knows about it. And uh, Ender is a commissioned third child who is, you know, made fun of by his fellow classmates, but is chosen by uh, the government to go up to what's called battle school. This is the very early, early very early training stages for military.
0: Very elaborate name here.
2: Battle school. Battle school. Uh, Do you think the kids named it or the adults named it?
0: The adults.
3: Probably the adults.
2: You think so? Because, yes, I just finished a thing
0: where they named, uh, I just finished a a weekend class where it was Anytown, USA, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) XYZ Flight School.
3: (laughs) It's the adults. (laughs) Yes, it's the
2: adults. (laughs) So Ender has chosen to go up to battle school. When he goes up there, he's he's chosen years younger than you're supposed to be, but he's chosen because the uh, adults believe that he is their best hope for a commander in the future to lead their troops against this third and final wave,
0: and if he's not, well, they're kind of out of time. <laughs>
2: yes, so they, they are. Ender Wigan is the hail mary by the world, <laughs> essentially. So, which is in order. To, in order crazy. to develop him, in order to develop Ender, the adults have to push him to the very brink for years at a time to make sure that one, he's always thinking. He's always moving. He's always winning. That's the one of the big themes in this book is that Ender has to win, and it's even it's in his name. His job is to end battles. Yes, Ender, right? Excuse me while I roll
0: my eyes. Right? Yeah, that one's that one's
2: pretty cheesy. The only cheesier name I know in books is there is was this uh, series I read when I was younger that was a intergalactic football. Lee. Scott Sigler. Yeah. Yeah, it's we so read Infected. Good. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so I read this I read this book and the main character is a quarterback. His name's Quentin Barnes and his initials are QB. Oh god, I am a, never reading the series. It's even addressed in like the third book <laughs> where someone mocks him as least, at least my, my name doesn't abbreviate quarterback. How try hard do you have to be? It's like his nod being like, yeah. I Excuse me, I now that. need to
0: text my friend <laughs> and be like um, I'm never reading the series.
2: <laughs> to be honest, if you like football, it's a pretty good series. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no. So he he gets recruited to this battle school. He, he does he does he does well.
2: Yeah, the, the how the battle school is set up where it, it's where recruits come in. They're trained. The battle school really centers around. Well, you have classes, yes, but that's not really the focus of battle school. Battle school is focused around this game, this war game that they play. Do they have a name for this war game? I don't think they. It's just battles. They just go through battles. They just call them battles. So, yeah. The children are split up into armies. Each army has a commander and the commander decides how he wants to run this army. They've got specific colors and uh, names and tunes leaders and yeah. the actual battle takes place in a, a large kind of like cube of a room where there's zero gravity. And the goal is every soldier is outfitted in a and outf- uh, like a uniform that covers pretty much their whole body uh, with the colors of their army and they also have uh, a laser gun. This little laser gun, it just shoots a small... It's just like a uh, it's like a, a red dot pointer sort of thing. Laser pointer. Yeah, it's like a laser pointer. Now, the thing that happens is if you shoot your gun and hit uh, another soldier somewhere on their body, that region of their body, their suit makes them lock up where they can't move. So if you get hit in the shoulder, your arm freezes. You might still be able to move your wrist around or your elbow, but you cannot move your shoulder or your arm up, down, left, or right. Same thing with your knee, your ankle, uh, and you can. So the 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 game revolves around trying to disable or or uh or completely eliminate the other army.
0: Kind of, it's like a weirded down, watered down um, flag football. I was gonna say capture the flag, but yeah, in a sense, because. The point of the game is to get at least five people through the right. enemy's gates. I guess, yeah, the yeah. objective
2: isn't to eliminate all the yeah. other soldiers. You because still need to have...
0: You disable the entire team, but you don't have enough. It's still a draw. Right, right. So
2: so Ender is a very young soldier. Gets paired up with an, an army where the leader hates him. It's, his name is... Uh, Bonzo. Bonzo. Bonzo, the nose—is that what they call him? No, no,
0: that's
1: that's re, that's uh, Rosé Rose nose. nose. Yes, Rosé so,
2: nose. So, uh, you say Bonzo? Yeah, Bonzo, bonzo.
0: and Bonzo. It's
2: Bonzo. It's it's, Spanish. I think the he the audio
0: Yeah, the audio book. I was like, yeah, I don't hear enough of a difference here to be yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. So this guy is a very power controlling, very very power hungry, and Ender and him kind of butt heads, and Ender recognizes this. But there's still conflict, and essentially he creates a an enemy uh, in Bonzo, <laughs> and as Ender continues to go into another army, become the uh,
1: commander st- of his own army.
2: Well, it becomes before that, he becomes statistically like the greatest soldier. There, he's winning all of these...
0: He becomes, statistically, while he's in Bonzo's
2: group. Yeah, yeah he becomes mm-hmm. recognized as... The ranked. highest ranking soldier. Yeah, he, they have like a scoreboard, like a leaderboard, yeah. and he's always at number one. And uh, this drives Bonzo crazy. Eventually, Ender gets his own army.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: they the adults try to set him up for failure, giving him all of these... Uh, Battles. Well, the, the army itself. Yeah, it's a bunch of either
0: newbies or, or people that have, yeah, oh, basically right. yeah, yeah. almost iced out.
2: Yeah, so. and Ender trains them to be the best sh- soldiers that he can. Mm-hmm. And eventually he starts winning his battles. He gets his first battle weeks before you're supposed to. He wins it. And then as he keeps winning, they start throwing bigger curveballs at him. Now instead of having one battle a week, he's got two in one day. Now instead of one army against one army, it's his army versus two other armies. Now, instead of shooting an enemy soldier and then being disabled for the rest of the game, enemy soldiers thaw out, air Mm. quotes, in five minutes. Mm -hmm. And his soldiers don't. Some
0: teams get their notices five minutes before him. Um, They completely change the lighting occasionally, get rid Mm -hmm. of the
2: objects that are in there. Mm -hmm. Um, They essentially stack the cards against him at every chance they get... Ender still finds a way to win.
0: Is it Bonzo that's the first one that he goes against as the second time, the second battle in one
2: day? Bonzo, this is, it it is. okay Uh, His battle against Bonzo is my favorite because by the time Ender gets his army to the doors to go into this battle, the the, the gates are open and they can't see the other army anywhere. But Ender takes a gamble and says to his, he signals to his soldiers that he thinks all of Bonzo's army are waiting along the walls of the door where they come into. Imagine this giant cube. So the door is kind of right in the middle of two or uh, of a uh, a cube face. Mm -hmm. He's saying that all those soldiers are just waiting for them to come through. So he, before they enter, intentionally takes two bigger boys and makes like a cage around them and freezes them and puts a smaller boy between those two and has two other people, uh, essentially you just want to shield around the small guy who now has two guns, they throw, in the first case is Bean, they throw Bean through the gate, and he starts shooting all the people, and then the two boys that threw the first group, or the caged boy, jump out there and start shooting, and they annihilate Bonzo's army, even though he was, essentially had the biggest leverage that you could get.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's within, like, minutes. Yeah, they it's,
2: annihilate the other team. Yeah,
0: they make it very clear that Bonzo is not... Bonzo's intelligent, but he is not strategic They, they talk a lot
2: about... It, yeah, I'd say that's a good way to put it. He wants to win, but I think he wants to do it based solely on his ideas. When Ender throws mm-hmm. out good ideas while he's in Bonzo's army... It's rejected almost solely because it's Ender's ideas.
0: Yeah, he's playing chess like he learned rather yes. than, you know, trying to adapt. And God, I hate chess.
1: <laughs> I like chess. I just wish I was
2: better at it. We should play chess with friends. <laughs>
1: no, Is there I'm really? not good at it. Yeah. That's how oh, you learn. Yeah, I it's
2: like Scrabble with friends but with chess.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, come that's... on,
1: Milena. I lose every time. I have a Lord of the Rings
0: chess set somewhere. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. It sounds actually. really nerdy, but really cool. I was going to say, this is probably like the point of life I should have <laughs> realized I was nerdy, but... <laughs> okay, so...
2: All right, so, Ender's winning all of these battles, even with the cards stacked against his favor, and loses it when he he, uh, he beats uh, two armies at one time by sneaking some people in the dark behind the other army and ending the game by going through the gate early, and the adults came, come outside and say, all right, we're changing the rules. And he goes, you've been changing the rules the whole time.
0: Because it was always assumed that you had to freeze as much of the team Mm -hmm. as possible
2: before
1: trying. Nothing ever said that you couldn't.
2: And in each one of these cases, Ender is thinking outside the box or taking each situation and adapting it to his favor. And that's what the adults want to see. Right. So when he says this, they realize that, okay, he might be on the point of just like giving up on us. So they decide they're going to promote him, again, years before when he should be promoted, to the next and final stage, Command School.
0: I don't think it's because he was giving up. It is because he killed a kid.
2: He ends up killing Bonzo. Oh, yeah. I totally I mean, missed a huge major yeah, plot point. <laughs>
0: I mean, so Bonzo, so the whole battle with Bonzo happens, and it's the first time that they've really, truly been unfair to Ender. They threw two games in one day, mm. and Ender, as a true, what, nine, ten-year-old, mm-hmm. throws a fit. It's, as as they would, it's
2: very important to remember. It's, you know, you read about violence all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he's like nine. He's nine.
2: Yeah, he's he's very very young in these books, and he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't act like a nine year old when you're no. reading, and you're reading from, kind of like this omnipotent third person where we hear his thoughts and his reasoning behind why he does things. So we we're able to see his sort of mentality, but he is a nine-year-old kid. And right. do you want to talk about the battle? Or the, or that well, I was just going to say,
0: um, he th- throws this fit. He's pissed at the teachers, obviously, understandably, and it mm-hmm. doesn't hit him until a little while later. He's like, I should have made it clear that I was pissed at the teachers and not at Bonzo who then sits for weeks festering because
1: yeah, he feels so bad.
0: He's been beaten out by this kid that he, for whatever reason, I mean, I think he mm-hmm. literally is a sociopath in the book. Yeah. Um, so then there are signs that it's starting to not be okay. Cause Ender's pretty much not allowed to walk in the hall alone. Mm -hmm. He's not trusting his old friends.
2: Bonzo's soldiers are. Right. You know, bumping him in the hallway. Mm -hmm. And it it seems to still be escalating. And people start telling Ender, never be alone.
0: Right. And was it. I can't remember why he ends up. Oh, he like had a battle and he falls asleep
1: it was after the battle uh that he was against two armies and then he was just like super tired super beat he was over everything he went to go take a shower and then he heard footsteps
0: yeah it's like he didn't take a shower at his normal time with the team because he like just passes understandably Mm -hmm. passes out Mm -hmm. but yeah goes to shower There's footsteps and it's him and five
1: guys him and five and him and six other guys six other guys Mm
2: -hmm. now this is uh Not the first time Ender's been in a fight like this. In the very beginning of the book, being even younger than nine years old, he is faced with a class bully who he he uses his words to essentially get a one-on-one fight as opposed to being jumped by a group of people. And and this is a, a common thing with Ender and actually a pretty important character point is that he understands his enemies and uses his knowledge of them to put himself in a better situation. So he uses Bonzo's pride saying that what you. It's going to take you six boys it, who are only twice my size to beat me up. And right. why don't we fight one on one. Essentially what he did at the beginning of the book with you said Stinson or Stillson. Stillson. And. uh Does
1: he break Stilson's nose?
0: He.
2: He breaks well, his That's what it is. Well, Stilson's in oh, the. Oh
1: uh, no, sorry. This the guy who breaks his who guy who breaks his arm was in the uh, flight up to that school. was Bernard
2: Bernard no, right? Yeah. Who
0: is one of the guys that is jumping him? But right. I, he does something to Stilson because I feel like Stilson ends up in the ER because he kills him. He no, kills, he doesn't kill
1: Stilson. He kills Stilson and and Bonzo.
2: Yeah, he kills. He is addressed at the end of the book. Yes. Oh, that
1: Stilson was killed
0: too. Yeah, no, they, they, ended up they say now. that
2: they say that. Uh, you know, if you thought. You know, a child killing one other child is going to be bad. They, they, they mention two. Yeah, they, right. mention, they, okay. they, they mention it. So with this kid uh, back at home before he leaves off to battle school, he eventually uh, he hits him down and he, the, the kid's on the ground. And instead of the fight being over, Ender says, "If I in his mind, he says, if I leave the fight here, I'll just have to fight again another time. But this time it won't be one-on-one. And it'll be more brutal than this. So he continues to kick this kid while he's down, and ends up killing him after, as after he leaves. Now he wanted with, to make a point. Yeah, and he actually says he actually to says, war, he actually says exactly. to all of these kids who are watching, you know, yeah, you guys are bigger than me, but look at what I did to your to your right. friend. If you guys come after me, it'll be worse than this. Now with Bonzo in the showers. Uh, he talks Bonzo into the same sort of situation. Fight me one-on-one. You know, you have all your friends, but he appeals to Bonzo's Spanish pride, which is mentioned over and over (laughs) in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that racial stereotyping?
1: uh... Uh, He's a very... I
0: mean, mean, Bonzo does act
2: in a very prideful way.
0: Is it racial stereotyping on Ender's part? No. Is this book filled of stock characters that are a little bit of racial profiling? Yes. Yes. So
2: So they're... In the, they're in, this, in the showers, and the water's going, the steam's rising, and Ender kind of covers himself with soap to make him more slippery. And the fight itself doesn't take long. Um, Ender ends up... Using uh,
1: his slippery nature of being in the shower <laughs> against him. Being in the
2: hot, <laughs> steamy shower. He uh, headbutts uh, Bonzo in the face. Right. And it's said that... It like Bonzo's eyes go dead right then, and it later we find out that the cartilage in Bonzo's nose was lodged up into his brain, killing him. Ugh. But he's still standing. Yeah. Sorry, there
1: were so many words.
2: So many words. <laughs> yes.
1: There were so many words in this book. Yes. No. Well, in okay. the other books you read, see, do you,
2: would you say see, there's more or less words?
1: Let's let's talk about my opinion of this book
0: real
3: well, quick for me a fin- second. let me okay,
2: finish, yeah, okay let finish, finish. We're like, we've hit the of point
1: thought. of like, and I usually
0: put the book down and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I I switch over to Bean.
2: (laughs) So, uh, uh, but after he headbutts Bonzo and his eyes go dead, Ender doesn't stop. He kicks him in the crotch so hard that it lifts him off the ground a little and then he crumbles down. And it's only after this and the blood pooling out into the floor and people who are watching this in shock that the adults come in and escort Ender out of there and clean up the scene. They say that Bonzo was sent home.
0: For injuries, whatever. He iced out. Yeah, yeah, they they
2: said that he was sent home. Um, they might even mention that it was uh, like an honorable thing. But in reality, he's he been died. killed. Yeah.
0: Which, so, to break the summary really quick, um, Ender is a third child because his first two siblings were incredibly intelligent. But on the opposite spectrum of the emotional scale. You've right. You've got Peter, who's essentially... A, a psychopath Is he a psychopath he's, or a sociopath?
2: He's sadistic whatever he is.
0: He is very sadistic. He'll um, he'll
2: pin animals with sticks through their hands like squirrel is mentioned a squirrel is
0: Right. And it, the question uh, then comes up autopsy. is he doing it for Iopsies. fun? Is he doing it to prove a point? Is he doing it to get his sister's attention like
2: Right and it's also very confusing because we see Peter who is so mean to Ender and it's dangerous and says that you know, he's going to kill them and make it look like an accident and he won't even get in trouble. But then also, Ender is lying awake at night one time and Peter comes up and Ender thinks that this is when Peter's going to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. But instead, Peter's crying and without because he thinks Ender's asleep, apologizes and says, I don't want to be so mean to you and walks yeah. off.
0: Yeah, I almost am curious of Peter's story in general. You know, mm-hmm. what made him that way because... That's not psychopathic or sociopathic tendencies. That's...
2: Bipolar, maybe? Almost? Dissociative? I think he's he's manipulative and a psychopath.
1: I just... I think he's all talk. So you think that he was faking it at that point?
2: I don't... Either of you? I do think he was angry because he... So, Peter was the first child. Right. And uh, and I can't remember if it's in this book or in in other books. We learn that Ender, Peter, and Valentine, who is Valentine's sister... Because I kept
0: thinking Valerie, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> their <laughs>
2: parents are actually put together by the government. What? Yeah, because we did not learn that. That's in a different book. We learn that they are just two very smart. Uh, we learn a
1: little
0: bit of their background because
2: I, I believe He's it's Polish. addressed more in. Yeah, because we
1: series. learn we learn about their religious backgrounds right. in that, mm-hmm. and it talks about it a little bit about their religion. Um,
0: um,
2: but so Peter is not accepted into battle school because he is too mean
1: too
0: violent he's Yeah, too violent he doesn't have an emotional cord to keep from killing
3: everything yeah, yeah.
2: He, i think it, the the big thing is they're afraid that if he would do whatever it takes to win the war and that would end up to way more casualties right. than it would be needed or he might overextend himself because he's so aggressive that's the, that's the military side of things. It's right. like
1: it's like Goldilocks. Peter's too hot. Mm-hmm. Valerie's too cold. Ender's just
2: right. Exactly. Right. Valentine is too compassionate. Yeah. Still very intelligent. And Ender is supposed to be, hopefully, this middle ground. That's why he was commissioned.
0: I don't mission. know how I feel about Valentine.
2: Uh, we can talk about Valentine uh, after we hear Milena's thing. Because I, I, I feel <laughs> the same way. I feel the same way. Um, Valentine, I feel like it's supposed to be this very moving character that we're supposed to connect to I never connected to her no. cuz I didn't think she was really that great of a character.
1: I think she didn't even know who she was. I, I mean, by the time so the war and she's 16. So she's younger than s- Peter. So she's mm-hmm. Peter's 16 and she's 14. Okay. Um
0: who knows who they are at 14, even if you are that True. incredibly intelligent.
1: I mean, I know who I was. I was a Jonas Brothers fan.
2: Oh, that's what I was. All right. You got well,
1: 14. <laughs>
2: Ender, <laughs> Ender uh, is sent to command school.
0: Well, before that, there is a, a good few chapters where Ender quits. He's like, I'm done. I'm out. Oh, yeah. They go back yeah. to Earth. He goes back to Earth for a while. He visits with Valentine. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, they, he says he wants to visit Valentine, and they go get Valentine and es- right. essentially try to talk her into convincing Ender.
1: Right. To, to go but, to command school, because he didn't want to go. He was done. Yeah. Yeah. Um so they they go on a raft that Ender built um on the lake in Florida, which is the most Florida thing I've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> um They go on the raft, they like swim in the lake blah blah blah, and uh Ender ends up uh convincing or no Valerie ends up en- convincing Ender to go to command school
2: Valentine, not Valerie.
1: Mm-hmm. Did I say Valerie?
2: Yeah, you put this in her I'm head. I'm so
3: sorry.
1: I'm I? Oh. I so sorry. Va- Valentine yeah. ended up... Um, I think we're just thinking about Riverdale. Should we just call yeah. her Val? Val. There, there we go. go, Val. Val ends up um, convincing Ender to go to command school. And he goes to command school, and he goes through all these video games, and ends up training with Mazer Rackham, the one and only... Uh, and He
2: has been kept alive uh, For 60, 70 years Yes, they sent him the into space, space yeah, mm-hmm, uh, And brought him uh, back Yeah, a big thing in this book is relativity Saying that if you, when you travel closer to the speed of light Time essentially moves slower for you Yep And so in order to preserve Mazur So that he could teach the next incoming commander Ender They sent him off In kind of a pointless journey Just to burn time So that he can be there to teach Ender Yeah
1: And all everyone he knew at his youth was all dead. Like everyone, everyone he knew was dead. Yeah. Um, So Major Rackham trains Ender. He is playing what he thinks are video games, uh, and he which uh, is like jupe not jukebox but
0: those box games. You put a quarter in, you see the little lights flashing around. I love it. Well,
3: he's he's playing a game like bless. Yeah. It
2: starts (laughs) off on a very small scale where he's controlling one ship. And his goal is to, you know, outmaneuver the other ship and blow him up. When yes. he gets really good at that, now he controls a squadron of ships.
1: Mm-hmm. With his posse. So yeah. everybody,
0: is, they have five or six of these machines because mm-hmm. they take one and it is just Ender's. And then mm-hmm. everybody else gets to take time on these other ones. Is everybody playing part of this? Yeah, they're all, they're all like connected to the same. So it's not just Ender who has been like, hey. I got this game that I'm going to sit down and oh shit! I've just killed you know the light on the screen. Yeah,
2: but he's so no, he actually he he trains actually by himself on his own, right? A- against an AI. Mm-hmm. And even when is it against an AI? It, at this point. It is okay. It's is against it? the oh, AI until Mazer. Until, until Mazer shows up from this point that's on, right. you'll be playing me.
0: That's right. Okay. Now I feel a little less okay. Yeah, yeah. it was a bit of a so then Jesus. Then,
1: then Mazer is like, no. Okay. Now we're gonna up the stakes. You're gonna play me. I'm gonna be controlling everything. I'm gonna be controlling the situations, and you basically go against me. And his posse being a lie. Uh, I forget the other names.
2: We got uh, Petra.
1: Petra, yes. Dean, good old Petra. Petra, Bean, Eli, Dean, Derek. What is it? Dean, Minds? Oh God, what
0: is it? Oh, his name? there's,
2: uh, there's, crazy Tom.
0: Crazy Tom. Yeah, crazy Tom's <laughs> in it too.
1: Um, so
3: he
2: there's, there's uh, the cast of that's
1: Yeah, Ender's commanding them, um, and so they get to the final battle of the game, and or like an intense battle. And he sees this planet, and at this part of the book, it was kind of iffy because there was so much imagery, w- which I'll talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, that I didn't understand what fully happened, but I'm assuming that there that the new weapon that they built um, blew up the planet.
2: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust in here and talk a little bit more in detail. So we have the weapon that you have is Doctor Device. Doctor Device. Doctor Dr. Device. Again, which, named device. by adults. Named by adults. Mm-hmm. MD device. <laughs> MD device. So, I love it.
0: They're like MD. Get it? Get it? He's like, no, I don't. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, no
2: one finds that funny except the adults. So this I device... I pretty funny. This, I found it kind of funny. Uh, this device is something that you... It's like a, a laser that will separate particles. So you would shoot it at a ship, and it kind of creates a field around that ship that turns the matter into dust. Now... The thing the special thing about Dr. Devices, if there is something else that is in that field, if things are too close together, Dink. It, dink is the other That's thing. what you. it is. If there's another ship that is close to ship A, uh, that field that kinda that bubble that kinda comes around ship A will turn ship B into dust. And it will have like a little field around it. So it's like a chain reaction sort of thing. So in the last battle we have this unprecedented move where... Which,
1: he's, which
0: he thinks is a video game, by the way. Yeah, he still thinks yeah, he, he thinks still it's thinks it's a test. Yeah. yeah, he thinks it's a final test. Everybody's so, there to see if he can prove his worth. Yeah, so he
2: walks into there and there's all these adults who are waiting to watch this final game. And there's, he's like, all oh, right, this is kind of weird. You know, I'm still just testing. So uh, the unprecedented move where there's a planet now on the screen. And he's told that, all right, in this simulation, you're going to be heavily outnumbered. Uh, and he 's kind of just talking about what's what's he's about to encounter, um, and so they they wait to see what Ender does, and the battle they start taking heavy casualties, and Ender decides that in order to beat these artificial intelligence computer program buggers, he needs to destroy the planet, so he gets uh which he mentions at the start he
0: 's like, "Hey, can this blow up a planet and like
2: it kind of shocks Mazer.
0: is it maser or Graph that's like oh, gets graph. pale and is like no, well, that's he, not even like what a bugger
2: would do. Why are you asking? Yeah, he was just like, whoa. He kind of like that's kind of brutal. That's- yeah, so genocide. You know, <laughs> Ender. Ender is on the losing side of this battle, but decides that what they need to do is dive in and get as close to that planet as they can, and shoot Doctor Device and blow up the planet. So he. Essentially, they, they make a dive bomb, suffer heavy casualties just to get a small squad of ships close enough to the planet to use it, because Dr. Device is not a very long-range weapon. Right. And as these uh, ships on the screen are hurtling towards the planet, they get the shot off. It tears apart the planets on the screen. The simulator barely even knows how to, how to deal with it, but destroys the planet, and all the other ships that were flying around on the enemy's team go still. Because their hive mind has been blown up. And then with people celebrating and people screaming about, oh, we did it. And they're so proud. Ender finds out that that wasn't a simulation. That wasn't a test. That was the actual war that he just ended. And the weight comes crashing down. He figures out that he's been fighting this war ever since Mazer told him that, hey, from now on, you will be fighting me. Ender, the, the, the weight of realization comes around when Ender realizes he's been fighting this war and ever since Mazer told him that from this point on you'll be fighting me and he realizes that every single ship he's lost has had people on it and every ship that he's blown up has been a bugger and the planet that he just blew up he just ended a whole rate a species
0: genocide it's a, a whole
2: <laughs> and he is sick about it. He, because uh, the, one of the biggest themes from this book that Ender is uh, discovers and repeats, it's almost like a mantra, is like he loves his enemy because he needs to understand them. He understands them so much that he relates to them. In order to win, he needs to understand his enemy. So he works to make sure he understands buggers, and even in his dreams, he feels like the buggers are picking apart his memories. And, uh, and and his brain and everything and uh, now we feel it's this huge loss and I don't know it's a very very dramatic moment and I, I still think the reveal was done well in the book the movie is not no the movie's we'll talk about the movie but yeah. so I that's seen it. so you... the very last very last thing I want to say is Ender travels. I, it's in this book. At the very end of this book. Ender...
0: Oh yeah, the last like 50 pages that I always forget. As it. like a
2: symbolism, <laughs> he's going to be a governor on a new colonizing
0: Well, they don't excursion. want
2: him... He do, they don't Val, want him on Earth. Mm-hmm.
0: Val doesn't want him to come back. Peter wants him to come back because if he comes back, he would... P- Peter would have then pretty much immediately been able to step out and be like... Because there's a whole side story that Peter and Valentine are pretending to be political radicals, basically, mm-hmm. and leading... There, there's a lot of political stuff in here we didn't mm-hmm. just go into, but, um, essentially, if Ender came back to Earth, he would have become a pawn of Peter's game, and honestly, life would have become so much he worse. He's wanted
2: by everyone in the world to be on their side, whoever, right. whatever side they're on, because Ender right. is the one who. Right. So
0: Valentine basically goes, won the war. fuck it. I don't want to be here anymore either. We're leaving. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, she ends up being one of the first people to colonize the, uh, the bugger planet.
2: Mm-hmm. Their new bugger planet. Yeah, yeah, the new bugger planet. And on this planet. And I think this is probably... Let me get this out of
1: here. Just flip it that way.
2: I think <laughs> I think this is probably the imagery part that confused you at the very end. Are you talking about this part? Where No? No, no <laughs> it's not? Are you kidding me? This is the one that always confused me. No. So Ender goes out there on this planet and he starts to realize that... On the game that he played in battle school that was like a psychological evaluation Mm -hmm. and he starts to see things on this planet that were in those simulations back when in battle school. Mm -hmm. And they have all been constructed by the buggers before they died. And Ender follows the path just like how he did back in the game and finds an egg. And the egg contains a bugger queen. And so now he has... A decision, which is, do you try to bring this race back? I feel
0: like there's a discussion at some point, and maybe it's just in a later book where the Buggers are like, we never meant to start this. This was not what we intended. Because there's a lot of... There's one point in the book where Ender goes, are we sure we're just not miscommunicating? Mm -hmm. That we just aren't getting it between each other? And everybody's like, no, 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 no. No, because... A, because you're got you're basically of a world that is has like a slow seething of potential war and outbreak that is being calm because we've got a common enemy, you know right. the enemy of your enemy is my friend mm-hmm. um, and because the amount of money um spent oh, yeah good. on this battle school and doing all this stuff is astronomical i mean these the guys that run the school essentially currently run the world. And it's kind of boiled down that to maybe Ender was right. And it's like not, they were never trying to kill humans. They were just trying to find another world. Mm -hmm.
2: So. So that is, in essence, I mean, there's a lot of that we didn't talk about. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't mention. Right. Side characters who played very important roles, the Peter and Valentine. Political uh, thing. Yeah, which was essentially them creating online personalities and typing out discussions and each representing a very different side and, and then sort of getting a following behind them.
0: Talk about some of those things, but first I want to hear Melina. What did yeah, you Milena, think? Yeah, okay. melina
2: lay it on us. <laughs> okay. I think I'm ready. I, you're probably going to hurt my feelings. So, I think I'm ready.
1: So for the first 50 to a hundred pages, it was slow. It was a <laughs> slow read. I was like, I can't finish this book. I'm not going to be able to do it. And and then it got to be interesting. Uh there started to be more battles, Ender became a commander and I was like, Okay, this is cool. I'm I dig it, you know, that's that's fine. The whole uh Peter and Valentine thing, um I was like, This is cool, I can follow this. And then uh and then he goes to command school and Mazer Eckham trains him and I'm like, That's cool and then he ends up like actually fighting the buggers. I was like, Whoa, mind blown, that's fine, that's cool <laughs> that's And then cool. After that, he was like, "No, I'm not going back to Earth." What? Forget Peter. Who's Peter? Is this like
2: where he goes, like almost comatose, where he no, goes well, yeah, to sleep that, for like a weeks at a time.
1: That and like they just forget about Peter, and I'm like, okay, because like,
0: there's another, there's more, the Peter side of the world. It's I'm trying to think how much of this was written before Ender's Game was released, but that's fine. It was known that it was going to come out. It's kind of like. Have you ever seen Paranormal Activity 2? I saw Paranormal Activity 2 before I saw 1. If you've seen either of them, the entire <laughs> second movie takes place like 2 weeks before the first movie and I was really? like this ending is shit and it's because the entire first movie fits into the second, the ending of the second movie, like the last 5 minutes. And that's kind of how this book is. It's like there are books that go and slide in to what you're what you're like there's no information
1: about. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so So yeah, they uh, they like just up and left Peter they were like uh valentine was like yeah forget peter like let's not go back to earth and he was like okay and then i was like okay what (laughs) and then they go to this world and it ended up being the same thing as in the video game and i was like okay that's not the worst thing but like and then he has this internal debate of whether or not to fertilize his egg and i'm like this is so weird
0: (laughs) well again speaker of the dead by this point was either out or had been written, and he was trying to bridge short story with this, and going, "Well, here's a way I can do it. We'll make him telepathic." And he somehow tapped into Ender, yeah. and
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. What well, wasn't a huge, huge fan of the beginning. It was it was slow read, but I got over it. So then,
2: so you liked you liked it when things started to pick up in Battle School. Yeah, which I, I liked, think it's totally fair because it is very it is a slow lead Then
1: yeah, and um, I liked when he became commander. I was like, "That's cool." Like, take an initiative. Um, I just I did not like the ending and yeah.
2: And we know how you feel about endings. Yeah, You've <laughs> gotta have. A I don't know. Ending. I guess I'm
1: particular. I guess I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing. An you ending want can ruin a book.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I mean, like I, my, my ideal ending for the book would be him going back to Earth and him becoming like president of the United States or something. But it's not something. So
0: to put it back in Hunger Games terms, mm-hmm. he's the Katniss and like she would never want it nor be able to do it i don't think by this point he's so bad into ptsd like it's not something he would have wanted nor needed the stress this guy just needed sleep.
1: yeah, yeah or I, or go to earth in general like not necessarily become mm-hmm. a president but right. just, just I go think, to earth be with his family
2: yeah i think uh ender as a character is, isn't the person he doesn't want to be or he doesn't strive to be like the uh the focus of the room He doesn't strive to be, like, the one person who's standing out in a room. He just Just, does it naturally. Just him being good and wanting to succeed for his own personal reasons Mm -hmm. makes people say, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. So that, in addition to his love-hate fearing of Peter, Mm -hmm. I think is something that drives him away from Earth. And Peter is, you know, (laughs) it's it's one thing, like, when it's, like, your older brother who is, like, let's play buggers and... What is it, what's that game they could play at the Buggers
0: beginning? Buggers and is it Astronauts?
2: I think it's Buggers and, Buggers astronauts. and astronauts. And then who's like kicking you while you're down or who hits yeah. you is different than this Peter who he comes back to, who does look like he's changed into a more compassionate person and as we read other books we find out that he really regrets how he treated Ender. But
0: did he ever did Ender talk to him until I know that at the end it's him at the Peter at the end of his life or whatever, mm-hmm. but he never went back to Earth no, and saw Peter. Never. So,
2: but I think that is because, like, he still and a, a big driving force of his character is how he doesn't want to be like Peter.
1: I was gonna say, is it a fear of Peter he has, or is it a fear of becoming Peter? It is.
0: I think
2: both. That's a very good point, though.
1: It
0: is both, and it is the the political aspect that I think you said earlier of Ender is a pawn. Ender
2: and Peter at this moment is in charge of nations, almost
0: right. And through a name, of course, but it's, it doesn't matter that Ender just won this war, depending on how you look at it, or that he's apparently the most intelligent kid ever or anything like that. He's still a child. Mm -hmm. So he comes back to Earth. Theoretically, he probably has no rights. Theoretically, you've got people that have, because they debate for weeks, you know, is he a killer? Is he a war hero? What should we do with him? And in all honesty, I almost felt like it was a cop out to be like, and we're sending you away (laughs) because it it is the safest thing to do with him.
2: So, and I think we have a similar situation to uh, people go into the military very young. I mean, clearly not as young as Ender, but it's really all that they know in life is this military sort of world. And now, and you see the same sort of thing with uh, prison. People who've been in prison for a long mm-hmm. time where they, this world is the only thing that they know. And even the fact of going out back into Earth and having freedom is sometimes too much. And they choose to stay in prison.
1: Yeah. I um,
2: Or go back into the military. You know,
1: One thing about the book that I noticed was that there was a lot of imagery everywhere. Like even going into the battles in the battle school. Um, I had to, like, kind of read it, read a sentence twice to figure out, like, what was happening. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to watch the movie t- was to <laughs> put that imagery, like, into play, you know?
2: I think in the movie they do a good job representing, like, battle school and, uh, like, the set pieces are nice. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, yeah. <laughs> is this Is this all you want to say about your viewpoint on it or do you have more that you want to...
1: Well, other than that, it reminded me a lot of Hunger Games, but... No, the more you
0: say that, like, the more I... Because Hunger Games, to me, has always been Battle Royale. But, no, you're right. There's an entire <laughs> it, it, parallel here. It,
2: it kills me that you say that Hunger... Or that Ender's Game reminds you of Hunger Games. and Yeah, Ender's Game reminds <laughs> you of Hunger Games because the book Ender's Game came out, like, 30 years before. No, I know. Hunger and I'm not,
1: I'm not saying one was, like, made after the other. But right. it's just...
2: But you read you read Hunger Games first. yes. I mean, that makes sense that it would remind you of.
1: Yeah, um, and like this whole kids going into battle and then kids having the weight Mm -hmm. of the world on their shoulder, uh, government against kid, that kind of thing. It it reminded me so much of Hunger Games in that aspect.
2: That is a a huge trend, and I think we might even talk about this. We definitely talked about this on the podcast. We
1: definitely talked about Battle Royale. Um, Yeah, um, I love that movie. I haven't
2: read the book, but I love that movie. Uh, this was definitely in that similar vein of kids versus adults, which now we have that in all kinds of different books, but now it's just post-apocalyptic kids right. versus adults.
0: So this is not my first time reading this book. This is probably the f- third or fourth time. It's the second time I've ever read it all the way through. Um, Cause I typically get through battle school and go, Oh yeah, that's right. I like Ender Shadow more <laughs> and pick that <laughs> up. Um, but there were a couple of things that really struck me. Um, knowing everybody's age in this book, actually, this time around was like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like.
2: Does it make you uncomfortable that?
0: No, it's that. I have met really smart kids, and I get that probably these kids are like genetically set to be more intelligent and things like that. But like, I have met incredibly smart kids; they still don't talk like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah and... He definitely.
2: I think Orson Scott Card suffers a lot from writing his kid characters as basically adults
0: like if this had been pushed if ender had started at 12 or 13 you know and aged out at 17 or 18 i would have been better Mm -hmm. in my
2: own thoughts um do you think this book would have been just as impactful more impactful or less impactful if ender at the end of the story was 18
1: i think it would be less impactful because the whole point is him being so young and going to battle school so young and having to grow up so fast. Okay.
0: But see, I personally think that the age is lost at some point. The The fact that this he is, is so I young.
2: That. I think the age isn't lost in how we should think about the characters, but the age is definitely lost in how he presents the characters. Yes. Everyone is very like old and wise beyond their like, years. If
0: there was just a line, I guess, at some point of... I don't know, ender... I'm trying to think of how to put this of like Ender having feelings for someone like his first crush or something or like not like saying that he needed to have it. But like Valentine making a joke of like, well, the next big adventure is. I don't know. There's there's so Mm -hmm. many things like he did not get experience being a child that you could have referenced.
1: I know. I wanted so much for Ender to have a crush on Petra. Oh, see no, in my mind, him and a
2: lie. <laughs> yeah, that yes. was so
1: weird, right? The no, I loved it. It always the makes whole salam in his ear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is it always... a different
2: culture. He's not a, a no, lie. Sal- isn't like American?
1: No, I know. Salam, yeah. salam is means pe- uh, like peace, hello, unto, or you. peace right. unto you. Peace unto you, or sa- alaikum is a peace unto you in in uh, Arabic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still it's.
2: That's a very intimate moment. It is
1: a very intimate moment that I
0: wish that relationship. When I read this, rereading this, I was like, there are a lot of things that to me, either I started writing my own head fan fiction or no. I thought explored more. Like, I, I thought the game, the-, the psychological game was a bigger part than I was like, oh, it's really like you get to the giant very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that relationship was explored more because I used to think of it as more of a brothership, but now this time around I was like no I see that which maybe just me being like suck it or or mm-hmm. Scott Card but yeah. uh
1: speaking of the giant <laughs> do you think the giant is a symbol of something
2: I think there is especially oh, the, in the in that sort of like simulation mind games he was playing I think there's symbolism abound yes symbolism plenty I, what would the giant symbolize I feel like... The government. No, I think it, no, I, I think it definitely think <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? I think it symbolizes adults in the situation he was in, where yeah. he had these two cups he would have to choose from. One was supposed to kill him, and one was supposed to let him pass, and no matter which one he picked, he always lost. Mm-hmm. But you know what he did? He found a way to win. He which knocked is out the cups. Exactly what he did in real life when, the, when they kept stacking the odds against him he just
1: it, did whatever he wanted
2: he like he yeah he found his, a way to bend the rules
0: adults or the government or something internal because he's the only person to ever make it that far and the other person who got as obsessed as he did ends up committing suicide i think so
1: well but i think both because he finally defeats the giant and then he gets to the mayor and he sees peter yes so oh, i think it's kind of like a, a and ca- it's a recent peter
0: yeah. which
2: was creepy when you yes. think about it so Very the creepy. ai that who is, who is running this game and and puts these images and and things in front of the kids. And every kid has access to this sort of thing
3: Mm -hmm.
2: has determined. And this is, they do this early in the book where they essentially put all of this thing into this sort of simulation of getting Ender to being able to command the ship and then letting this AI figure out the best way to progress Ender to that point of being able to win this war without breaking them. Uh, that AI determined that the best thing to do would be to go off-grid, essentially, get this picture of Peter from Earth and use it to push Ender over the edge.
1: Well, I think it just goes to show uh, that Ender thinks that no matter what he does, he's still going to be like Peter. Mm-hmm. And, and that, it's his worst fear.
2: That's Yeah, I, I, that's a good point. I think that is a huge driving force in his character is the fear of Peter. Everything a, a does Peter.
1: goes back to... Peter.
2: I, yep. Yeah, whenever he gets in fights, he's always terrified. He goes, "Did mm-hmm. I do this because I'm turning into Peter?
1: Yeah, or did I kill him? Or you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to go too far."
2: How did you feel when I was I was thinking back over this book after I gave it to you, Milena, and I was like, "Man, I think there's some like some moments in Battle School that you're not going to enjoy, like when Peter gets or when Ender gets traded to." Rose the nose army and mm-hmm. walks in there and like Rose the nose has like a giant fake set of male genitalia on his tablet and is like mm-hmm. swinging it around. I was like, oh, you know, what? I don't think Milena's going to like that.
1: I mean, I it it was hap- like so fast yeah. that I didn't
2: even were there. Are you
0: adverse to
1: male nudity? No. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: that sounds like a terrible that sounds like a
2: terrible pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, you averse to male nudity? Oh, that is
0: a terrible pickup line. Please don't ever hear that. <laughs>
1: Um, but it like it, it was like one sentence, so I didn't even.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm confused as to what the background is here. To you asking this, I, I mean, yeah, I,
2: I don't think know what's going on here. I just, <laughs> I do think this is a boy's book. It so is. That, almost... I was thinking of moments like that, which are very like, oh, when guys are hanging out with guys and being rowdy, like things oh. like that are joked about, and so I, I was wondering if you were going to like. Mentioned something along that. No. Okay.
0: It does bother me how few females are in this book, and I think we
2: just have Petra is really our outside yes. Valentine, battle school Valentine. Valentine, Valentine but, forget
0: about her. But just in Battle School, and I mean, I guess you could say it's kind of by saying you know Valentine is technically intelligent enough, but she's too emotional. Is that how they
1: viewed all women, or... I think that's how Orson Scott Card views women. Views women. <laughs> um, I
2: mean, if you know, if you looked up his views on, on yeah, things, he might not be far off. He's yeah, a, it's... He's pretty, pretty opinionated.
1: Yeah. It's, I'm interested... I, we can keep talking, but I'm interested to see what drink you're going to choose for this one.
0: Yeah, I am too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just... There was something, I guess this time around, where... The fact that, you know, women can't be leaders has been something that has been so beaten to death in today's age where it was just like reading a book from the 70s. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that was just ingrained, mm-hmm. you know. And
2: and even outside, you know, in, in the further books, uh, Petra becomes a, a big character in the Shadow series because she ends up marrying Bean. Right.
1: Spoiler alert.
2: Well, you got a lot to read to get to that point. Yeah, Aww.
3: I want,
0: you find out a lot about Bean that is
2: just. D- I think you would enjoy the Ender's Shadow book. More, well, now I'm not going to read so. it because I know what happens. It's not, okay, but happen there's Ender love Shadow. in it. Come on, it no. happens like two and a half books after Ender's Shadow. Okay, fine. So Maybe. you
0: can read two books and then be done. Maybe. Yeah, and
2: then then I will spoil the third book.
0: First. Maybe there's a, a another villain that kind of pops up now that Peter's yeah. kind of chill by so that
2: point. We find out so much about Bean. Yeah. And actually, I think, improves the Ender's game story. Bean is a character, for anyone who is unfamiliar with Bean, Bean is a character who is in a very similar situation to Ender, where he's smaller and younger than everyone else, but he's still very, very smart.
1: He's like a mini Ender.
2: He is. He is actually basically a mini Ender. He
1: is... Um,
0: you find out he's from the streets. He's mm-hmm. he's ran away from an orphanage. Um, you find out a lot about him. There's a lot of little things... I didn't realize how small of a
2: character he actually is in this book. Like he he's yeah, he's 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 there for like the third second and third act.
0: Yeah. But it's even still like the relationship between Ender and Bean is not as explored in this as much as it is in Ender's shadow. And like his feelings towards Ender and that that book almost goes, maybe we were wrong Mm -hmm. because you find out Bean is actually more intelligent than Ender. Yeah, so
2: wow. we we can't go into the details of No, why.
0: I I I highly recommend reading um, Ender's Shadow.
2: What I love is that so Bean's dealing with his own things up in Battle School and in his in his life, but he is also like ex- he's he's you know how when Ender like set up his own security system on the school computers and mm-hmm. all that. He's doing stuff like that and like doing things he's not supposed to and we find out more information Almost game-changing information about Ender and Ender's situation. That Bean chooses to maybe not tell Ender about, but he he's aware of it, and it changes how he acts towards Ender. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, like Bean is the second choice, where mm-hmm. he's given the reins. Where he, like essentially him and his crew, all those kids at the squad, the squad. <laughs> um, God. They say that there's a moment where they think Ender's gonna freeze up. And Bean's about to hit a button that says, okay, I'm taking over for this last battle.
1: What? Wait, so do they know the other, the squad? Do they know?
2: They, I believe they it do. It has been a while. That... I believe they do. Cause I... I'm fairly certain they, that they know this is the war, which is why Petra think... breaks. Mm. In, from Indra's point of view, you just see it cause she's pus- pushed so hard. Yeah. There's but a Petra lot of... breaks because she knows that when she loses her squad, and Ender's mad at her, but he still wins. She breaks because she just killed, killed hundreds of people, people. Yeah. on accident.
0: I don't like Ender in Ender's Game. Ender is a whiny, pompous brat. Like,
2: make your case because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna dispute.
0: It, 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 no, okay, yes, I understand. Ender is being forced into doing all this and stuff, but like, Ender has spent his entire life knowing that he was born for this. And this is why they were allowed to have him. And, like, it it's almost obnoxious to me that had, that is not more ingrained in him. That, like.
2: That he's a tool. That he's to a tool. Used, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I don't know. I guess maybe now because I've read Bean and it's like, you had a house. You had a family. You had a childhood. as where my character, Bean, did not. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe that's what's coloring it more. But. I don't know. It's just like, you know what your purpose is and I get you're going to fight it, but it's not, it's almost not that he's fighting because he has belief against it. It's mostly just, I don't want to do it. I understand this is what I was born to do. I don't want to do it. Rather than like, everybody sucks and you're pushing me to my breaking point.
2: Well, let me counter with, uh, isn't that... Allegiant, Divergent, Hunger Games <laughs> the same sort of theme where like you're meant to be in this oh, place and do this oh. and do this but the whole character plot for them is I'm breaking out of that Ender we don't get that sort of breaking out moment because he still resigned himself to winning because maybe he does know that he's supposed to do this so we don't have that sort of rebellion but we, do, we still have this I, this is not fair to me I'm not meant to be just this
0: Maybe it is the fact that he doesn't break out from it that has me going, like, either acknowledge that you're a tool and deal with it or become the revolution. Mm. Ender Wiggin, the boy on fire. No. (laughs)
2: Leave.
0: (laughs) Okay, how many Andrews do you guys know? Just think about it. Um, I know
2: quite a few Andrews.
0: How many Enders have you ever met?
2: Where does this nickname come from? I don't know. Like, I don't know where it comes from. I think and, it's
1: just their language, because was a lot of weird language in there, like Ho-Ender.
2: Battle School has a lot of... But he's
0: called Ender before he leaves. He's Ender's Ender's Ender his nickname. from... Ender's the yeah.
2: name.
1: I think that's just a way they pr- like. it. I love it.
2: it. I think it's such a cool name.
1: I do like... Are you going to name your son Ender?
0: No. <laughs> I like okay. obscure nicknames. I don't want him to commit
2: genocide, so... Um,
0: <laughs> like, I've got friends that call me Han, like, because Mag is so overused. Mm-hmm. Han Solo? Exactly why I allowed it. But, uh... <laughs> I get weird nicknames, but either like if it doesn't come from some form of Andrew or like maybe this is just a 70s thing. Maybe there were a lot of Enders back in the 70s and we maybe. just don't know it.
2: Maybe <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. we should build a time machine <laughs> and go back and uh, discover. Okay,
2: it. yes. You want me to Google it? No, nope. yeah. time machine? Oh, okay, we'll just do the time machine.
3: <laughs> we we'll we'll flex capacitor.
0: <laughs> Google to how to build a time machine. That's all we need to do. Hey, Siri.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. Like, If, if it's not it's supposed to be some form of Andrew, then explain where the hell it came from i'm
2: uh i'm okay with this name being that i feel like <laughs> that's uh i mean that's, that's personally personally because like my my cousin's nickname uh his name is brett houston bennett the second okay. and his nickname is bo
0: but that is a very common junior name mm-hmm. or you know Maybe I just know a lot of bows that it happened to have.
2: <laughs> huh, I know. Yeah. I think I know two bows, him included. But like, uh, I mean, I, mean like, I think weird names is definitely part of the course in science fiction.
0: Yes. So I've gone by Mexico half my life because my name is Megan Nicole, <laughs> and I had little sisters that couldn't say Megan Nicole, and I have an older sister Mexico. who's Megan Lee, so it became Mexico. That's I've gone so by. I've gone by my last name I've gone by like, right now like Han is pretty much the only nickname if someone's not calling me Megan mm-hmm. but it's so I get weird nicknames but either make it their name and then I'm not going to question it mm-hmm. or like yeah I know I'm being really nitpicky right now <laughs> this was just something that this time around I was like I thought this was explained
2: <laughs> yeah yeah they don't it is I mean it is we we talked a little bit about it before it is super tongue in cheek with his name being yes. Ender. yes which is takes a little bit away from it for me. I mean, after you read the book and you're like, oh, I get it, Ender, is like, ha. If but he also, had nev- at
0: one point not said, like, Ender, or, like, <laughs> Ender, mm-hmm. then I would have been like, End her. this is fine. End her. And then it was like, no, just in case you
1: didn't get it, I'm
0: going yeah, to throw it I've
2: in. always felt that was very tongue-in-cheek and takes away from the experience. Yes. Uh, I don't mind it. I I like the name Ender. I think it's a really cool name. Um, Just like how it was used. Same thing with like Quentin Barnes is a cool name. But if you're a quarterback (laughs) and that's all you're identified by and your initials are QB, it's like, come on.
1: I don't mind it because he's called Ender throughout the whole book.
2: Yeah, it doesn't go back and forth.
1: Yeah. Only his parents call him Andrew, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like instead of in Hunger Games where the only person that calls Katniss Catnip is Gale.
2: Yeah. All right. I got a question for you guys. Okay what were your favorite points of the book and what were your least favorite points of the book? Specifically, I don't want like a battle school versus not not oh, in battle school. Damn it. <laughs> Melina.
1: Um Okay, I liked when Ender was commanding in battle school and I, I didn't like when he wasn't in battle school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't like the fact that he didn't go back to Earth.
2: Okay, um, so that, that goes with you not... in with your ending.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't ha- get it. And, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> I'm turning off your microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I didn't like the fact that he didn't go back to Earth. I think it would have been more closure for me if he did, because mm-hmm. that relationship between Peter and Ender is still out there for me, so I don't know. Okay. God. Um, you went too quickly. Oh. <laughs> okay, another thing that I liked. <laughs> Another thing that I liked was him like finding out that he was actually commanding an army. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the, like the big twist. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool.
2: Did it catch you? Were you just like whoa, or were you just like, oh, okay?
1: No, I was like whoa.
2: Okay, good. I was about to say you really <laughs> yeah. undersold your reaction. No. you're like wow.
1: <laughs> At first, I was like whoa. So wait, did you see the
0: twist coming that the game was not? Absolutely not. Okay, no, that's was... the best way to handle it. Yeah, I, I'm I glad didn't, I
2: didn't first, know it all. My first time <laughs> reading, I remember it was already really late and i have a habit of reading books in like two to three sittings where mm-hmm. like i'll get all of the boring stuff out of the way until i get tired and my second sitting i'll read a big chunk of like it actually developing and then i'll end it i remember that i had been reading for probably like four or five hours with this book and I was getting towards the ending, and it was like three in the morning, and I was <laughs> super young. I was like, I was in, so I was like in my bed with like a flashlight, a flashlight because yep. I, if I turned my lights on, my parents would know. But I've read it, and when they said it was like the actual buggers that he just killed, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I was totally shocked. It that was like that's what got me hooked on to reading because that that reaction of like th- I, there was I they had could have no a twist. idea. Mm -hmm. yeah that was my first big plot twist that was my first time being like i didn't know this could happen and that's what oh that's what did it for me
1: okay i gave you some more time go
0: ahead so the thing i always love about this book um is the relationships with the kind of secondary characters i love Mm -hmm. dink i love um oh god i just forgot his name that i just made all this fan fiction about uh a lie thank you a lie um I always think it's more with Petra than it actually is, um, but I like these characters and the ambiguity. Amb- ambiguity. Ambiguity. I am on so little sleep after this <laughs> weekend um, that are they really his friends or because or are they when especially when you know Bonzo have has Bonzo recruited them over to being on his side. I, I really like the aspect of They're- of Ender really not understanding. Who is my friend, and who can I truly trust? And and the kind of the fact that all these these people are really they truly care for him, and they're always his friend. And there's a
2: very confusing moment in that same sort of situation when Petra uh, he's walking in the hallway at the same time when like all the Bonzo's guys are like eyeballing him and jostling him, and people are saying that hey Bonzo is going to try to kill you. And there's this one moment where Petra flags him down in the hallway and tells him to wait up where he's already trailing behind his army. Mm-hmm. And Ender has the question is she doing this because she wants to talk or is she doing this because she wants to separate me from my army because there's Bonzo's people all around here. And so it's still it's kind of ambiguous. Yeah. It's never answered.
0: Because she has a moment of guilt or something or a look of guilt that's like maybe she knew and was
2: well, she was trying to apologize for something. Right. I can't remember what she was apologizing for at the moment.
0: She w- had her own command by that point, and I think he beat her. And she was—he beat her squad into the ground with the game. Not he didn't actually beat her, um, <laughs> and she got upset. I that. <laughs> In my mind, I was it like, as I
2: say this, this sounds so much worse. It didn't even register <laughs> until you said at the very end, "Not he beat her." I was like, oh my god. Um,
1: and what didn't you like? I
0: uh, this this is what I was saying. This is the fourth time I've read it, and I I, I know you don't want the generalization, but I really anything after the the gap. I I don't like
2: after when he goes comatose.
0: No, honestly, that or... part doesn't bother me. It's just I don't like command school at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like until Mazer kind of shows up, and even then, I also really like Mazer. And when Mazer looks at him and is like when you lose a wife to this, then you can complain to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. I thought you were whitey. If he thinks you're whitey, then I'm okay. <laughs> um, but I, the, the whole him and Valerie, Valerie, him and Valentine on earth. i are the professional. I, I wish I knew. Um, where the relationships changed, he's kind of snarking her and, I know that she's expecting her baby brother. It's the same thing. I just went home and saw my thirteen-year-old brother and was like, "You are no longer the five-year-old kid that's mm. really sweet and likes to watch How to Train Your Dragon with me. You're just a, a thirteen-year-old boy." <sighs> great movie. It is such a good movie. <laughs> and he's like, "Haven't seen it."
2: Whoa! You would you would love it. I'm it sure is you right not. Up your alley. Okay,
0: you need to watch it and then turn around and watch the second one immediately and have a lot of tissues for the second one. Okay.
3: Wait, you will is it like a Toy Story 3 kind so of
1: thing? I'm not going to like that if it is. No. No. Okay.
0: But it is an imperfect hero. It is... Oh, sorry. I absolutely love these movies, and then they long-bottom you in it. It's one of my favorite memes you where they're really like, like have you long-bottomed uh, oh. a cartoon character? Neville? Yes. Because <laughs> you know he gets really hot in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, you need to watch it. Like, I was against seeing it because I was so over kids' movies, and then,
2: like... It's really well done.
0: I will never be over kids' movies. Some the how have you not seen
2: this? I I she was watching uh, Moana the other day. Remember I was watching Moana.
1: How dare you?
0: Okay. Both are good.
1: Ha- I'm sure. You haven't seen
0: Moana? I've seen
2: She posted a picture on Snapchat that was of Moana, like of <laughs> her watching it. And I was like, wow, is that Moana? And she was like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> because there's like a... There's a okay. That's All right, a whole okay. different No, go right ahead. No, no. I want to I hear... Okay, so your least favorite part was what at what
0: the whole break? the command school the when Ender quits and goes back to earth mm-hmm. that whole i think that's the part where i was like okay i'm kind of over you ender
2: like mm-hmm.
0: you knew this is what you were for i get you don't get you. man
2: you want him to be a machine i
0: guess i do i i think it, i think the other half of it is the fact that i keep thinking that he's you know not 10 years old and mm-hmm. i'm going the way you talk, you you need to have more responsibility and understanding that, like...
2: The way you talk, you should be, like, 26.
0: Exactly. Like, you should know better. You should know that this is what's going on, as I am, like, one of the most whiny people I've ever met, so... <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: yeah, that part, didn't, that part didn't bother me, because I was like, okay, yeah, he needs to go home. He needs to sleep mm-hmm. for, like... There's one thing if he like had
0: been, like... Months. You need time off. You're about to break, or something like that. But he's like, no, I quit. I'm done. And, and then he's really rude to his sister, and, like... Again, is, I think it's just a reflection of the fact that my brother's growing up. Is is he rude
2: to Valentine? Just make sure he doesn't
1: like commit genocide or something like.
2: Yeah, I'll remind him. <laughs> um, hey, today, uh, don't genocide. Yeah. Are you sure this is Destiny
0: two and this isn't just like some <laughs> off game? Whoa, <laughs> um,
2: mind blown. we we should talk about that in a second. Is is he mean to Valentine or at least not as kind to of Valentine because he hasn't seen her in like six years? No, and she's changed, or is he? Be- Rude to her because he's a brat, or is he rude to her because he is Has dealing... been hardened
1: from? Well, for school, me, it's almost I like
2: I feel like he knows that. Yeah, she he is... knows why she's there. Yeah, that she's there to convince. Yeah. him. Yeah,
1: I mean, she's done it once, so and it, it bothered him then, and it bothered her now, him yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also the fact that he's just been hardened by what he's been go- that he's, what he's gone through the past mm-hmm. years in battle school.
0: He's upset that she's letting them make her a tool as well. yeah Yeah. So,
2: can I share my favorite? And yes, favorite? please do. So, no. <coughs> so <laughs> my, my podcast. <laughs> my uh, my favorite part of this book. It, I mean, the whole battle school is so much fun mm-hmm. because it is very well presented. It is constantly moving. because like, once we hit battle school, and especially once Ender gets his own uh, army, the book really hits its stride. That's when we have like situation after situation. There's very little downtime. That that part of the book moves very quickly. That's a fun part to read. And so like there are some times and I'll be like, you know, I don't want to reread the whole book, but maybe I'll read like this yeah. fifty pages. 'Cause I know like this I know exactly what's gonna happen and I wanna relive that. I did I mean of course I love the twist. I enjoyed I definitely think one of the things that we haven't talked about enough on this podcast is all the side characters. And it's just, it's too much to go. There's just so many. The, the characters in this book while being represented as much older people than they actually are in the book are so well done. My favorite thing about this book is I feel like personally, Ender is presented in a way where you can relate to his want to win. You can relate to, uh, just, like, how he's presented. I think he is, while being, like, this genius character, he is somewhat relatable and very well written. And I th- I see the same elements in Shin. and oh, I totally Eli forgot about Shin. Eli is a dynamic character who we see, he has his own arc. And Petra, and we all these characters I really enjoyed. And I really, I know... Milena, you're gonna hate this. I really like the fact that there wasn't a relationship or a love triangle that I see in so many other similar books.
0: There's totally a relationship. It's just all headcanon, though. <laughs> my
2: my my thing is like, uh, these these are very young kids, and even a relationship in their mind. When I was 12 years old, a relationship was like holding a girl's hand. So yeah. like that was. At this age where they're presented at, especially when we're just entering battle school, when he's just meeting Petra, there's not really fodder for a relationship, in my opinion.
0: Does the movie make it seem like there's a relationship? I'm trying to remember.
2: It doesn't have a relationship in it, but there's definitely like hinting there are at. Their vibes, right? Yeah, they're yeah. definitely hinting at like, oh, you and I could totally be a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's. I,
0: they're a lot closer in age than the. Movie
2: in the movie, they're presented as ov- like overall being older, right. and but yeah, also Petra and Indra are supposed to be closer to age, as where
0: in the book it's more of a replacement for Valentine.
2: Yeah, um, my least favorite part in this book is when I was younger, it was all the political things because I wasn't interested in that, but as I've gotten <laughs> older, I see like, oh, this is actually an interesting story that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, My least favorite thing is after the war is over and Ender just, like, goes blank and sleeps for two weeks and has to be put on IV. And we know that there's this crazy stuff happening out on command school because there's, like, battles going. There are explosions. I would love to see part of that, an immediate downfall of command. How is that affecting the command center? who has just rallied around Ender, now they're fighting each other. These are people who have been... Com- the command center is a secret place. Mm-hmm. It is not... So everyone who is on there has been there for a long time or has signed like a non-disclosure where they can't be trusted with the the location of it. And these people who have been on there for so long are now suddenly fighting each other and explosions. That would have been a great thing to witness. Even if it was from... I mean, I would love to see it from Ender's character because now he's seeing this direct uh downfall from his actions because he did this it led to all this stuff happening around him and we totally missed that i
0: think if they had showed him involved it would have broken him he Mm would have you would have had a much darker ending
2: yes he i mean he was definitely he was breaking at that point it was a miracle he didn't you know it didn't take a darker ending i uh I think also I want to say that I really didn't like the part where he comes back home as well, uh, where he comes back home and sees Valentine. I
0: honestly forgot it was in the book until I read it this time around. It's just...
2: I mean, it does serve to give Ender more, like a uh, re- somewhat renewed motivation to go back to command school, even if it's more resigned. Because from this point on, he's very much like, okay, well, I guess we should go do this. Yeah. He's not like, all right, gung-ho, let's go to command school and win.
3: Going through the motions. Yeah, of.
2: he's very resigned in it. And it's probably mostly because of he's doing it for Valentine and his family and people like Valentine. But uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a part of the book that I think mm, I would still get as much impact from that book if it wasn't in there.
0: Yeah, it, it th- serves a purpose of...
2: I think it's important, you, but not the most know, important thing. Family
0: relationships change and stripping away childhood kind of but Mm -hmm. also
2: it does serve a good a good point for valentine to see that ender isn't her tiny little brother she protected from peter anymore i know i know (laughs) you relate to this yeah and she sees ender as this hardened somewhat. i mean he squashes a wasp with his thumb on the raft right and in that moment she's like the ender that i knew wouldn't have killed that thing he would have shoot it off but he's just like Terrible things. They just are around to bug us or to sting us, and he just squashes it. And she's like, "What,
1: Melina? Will you continue the series?" I mean, I'm gonna have to now. The I look would, you just gave was wonderful,
2: by the way. I'm just I, like,
0: no, but yes. I would, I mean, I would highly recommend. Maybe.
2: I would highly recommend if you thought that this was some sort of thing that you would enjoy to read *Under Shadow*. It is. It has more of a relationship aspect to it where it's like there are characters that we fall in love with or we lose or we uh, see grow. Uh, it's a more enjoyable read than the books following Ender.
0: Yeah, the books, the Ender series gets, I think you said this earlier, gets really philosophical as
1: I'm, where this... I might do an audiobook. I recommend that.
2: Um, the Ender Shadow one, I think you will very much enjoy.
1: Okay. We'll do. I'll, I'll read it in the summer for <laughs> sure. I think it's a good summer book. I think it, it is. is. Yeah. It is. It's a very
2: what's late... a good. What's a good fall book? I'm looking for another book to read.
1: That's when you pull out all the horror stuff,
2: all the dark stuff. I do like. I might do Stephen the Dark King. Tower series. Oh, I've God, never read it. Fun. I mean, that's only like a six thousand pages. I just <laughs> resigned go. myself to read.
1: I'm sorry. How much? Six thousand. <laughs> six and three zeros. Yes. Wow. It's like nine books. I was gonna say, yeah, it's a lot oh, the of books. Whole, oh. Not <laughs> one book. I was gonna say, like
2: what? Not just the first no. one. <laughs> okay,
1: I was gonna say, like I just read a insane. book that
0: um it's called The Last Harvest by Kim Liggett. Um and it is Sounds familiar. Like a, She was a backup singer and she's got one or two other books out. Um, but it is Friday Night Lights Meets Satanic something. Like so basically it's <laughs> you uh, say
2: satanic something so you don't spoil it or you haven't found out yet?
0: No I've read the entire book it's okay. just to not spoil it but it's a small town um, mentality with their love of football and oh yeah that's right there's also some satan worshipping going on and I don't know I because it's at the start of the school year I guess this is a very fall book for me mm-hmm. so I'm in the, the time where I read a lot of horror So um, I think
1: Harry Potter would be a good fall book
2: I think it's a good all-around book. Well, like, you can read that at any point and be like, yeah, I really...
1: Of course. What well, I'm I- saying, you know? Hey, yeah. I can see
0: that because I used to reread them before the movies came out, and that was usually November.
2: Yeah. So. Um, speaking of movies, Ender's Game as a movie. Oh, God. Yeah, so... I've only
0: seen this once, and I'm not entirely sure I was sitting down. Like, I think it was just what? in the
2: background. Oh, I thought you meant you just stood up for the entire movie. No, 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 no. I (laughs) I turn on a lot
0: of things and kind of move around the apartment, and I think it was one of those. Um,
2: I have seen the movie, and if you enjoyed the book, uh, you will be let down by how much of the side characters are cut out. Yes. So you don't get any of this. I won't. Yeah. You won't won't enjoy it, or you won't watch it? (laughs) I
1: won't mind.
2: Okay, yeah. So you lose any sort of relationship with other characters, really. It's very glossed over. The twist is done. The, the visuals are really great. Um, you get a lot less of the battles than you would want. Like, that would that should be the meat of the movie, I think. Yeah. They show a few, but it's not like... They should have done all of them.
0: I appreciate that they didn't break it into multiple movies. Yeah. I appreciate that I they did not upset. go this trend. There's...
2: there, In, like, one of the climactic battles in Battle School, there's an almost comical moment where Ender... Mm-hmm pushes off from one side of the, the 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 battle room and is flying through the air and is like twisting and turning and just beep, 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 shooting all these people and people are getting hit and flying across and it's like he's Neo from the Matrix. He's just like very yeah. calm and collected and that's not how I pictured that kind of stuff. I, I pictured him, yeah, taking shots but like very tactical, not just like diving across the room and double gunning everyone as he passes by. And it's it's just goofy. Um, Harrison Ford, you know, he's good, but I mean, he plays Graf, a catchy old man. <laughs> Graph in this, in, uh so Major Anderson, who is one of the, you know, political people, is is a woman in the movie. That's right. Uh, and I think it was because there is a lack of women in the book that, that was done, and she does a great, a great. This is job. also why
0: they did not get rid of Petra. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So uh, the book is good. If you haven't read the book, I've been told by other people that they really enjoyed the movie people who are just watching I can see that. And that yeah and because they see this twist for the first time it's like wow, yeah so
0: um do you think kids today oh god i just felt really old uh would <laughs> enjoy this version of capture the flag laser tag yes and, oh and i no would gravity. love it
2: i would do it in a <laughs> heartbeat mm-hmm. i would i've always wanted to that'd be so cool
0: I think I found the business that we need to
3: open. Yes. So.
2: Let's work on the zero G side of things. Yes. I feel like capture well, the fly is pretty easy.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll put off the, is always uh, down.
2: <laughs> enemy's gate is always down. <laughs> we'll actually, the time machine. So yeah, I, know. I mentioned how, uh, my cousin and I love this book. And mm-hmm. this was a book that my brother shared with me that I share with my cousin. Uh, we actually got matching tattoos. Oh, cool. Um, based off this book mm-hmm. and it is the, the colors of the dragon army with, uh, in an arrow that is pointing down. Where's your tattoo? Mine's on my on my uh thigh. His is on his back of his shoulder blade. Very cool. So mine points to my leg, his points to his butt. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when his when his dad first saw it, he goes, Where's it pointing to? <laughs> That's great. So Bo, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Really well funny
1: everybody enough. regrets one of their mm-hmm. tattoos
2: or um, part of it. Milana, do you regret one of yours?
1: I regret all of my tattoos.
2: <laughs> I have none. <laughs> <laughs> We are, do you think you'll ever get a tattoo? Probably Even like a not. small thing? Probably not. Okay.
1: I, I have ideas of what I would get if I would ever were ever to get one. Face tattoo? No. <laughs> yeah, like death. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so the movie is, is, is a fun watch. Uh, and people who haven't read the book say they really enjoy it. So, uh, I definitely, of course, with this being one of my favorite books, went in there with a lot of expectations. So uh, my, my view is biased.
0: Yeah, if you can't separate the media from the book, which most people can't, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to their favorite book, it's not worth watching.
2: So, do you guys have anything else you would like to talk about with Ender's Game, or Ender's Shadow, or the Shadow series, or?
1: I had one other comparison, <laughs> but I forgot what it was. Not to Hunger Games, to something else. To another YA series. I don't. I don't know. But. I was trying to, while you were talking about the battle game. I was trying to
0: decide if I could make this a parallel to Quidditch or not. I almost got there and then I lost it.
2: Do you think that there has do you, do you see influence from this book in books that you read today? And can you draw it back to Ender's Game, or is it just like because Quidditch is this sort of game that people mm. flying through the air and scoring goals? Is that just, like, something that J.K. Rowling came up with, or do you think she was
0: influenced? Well, she by? said it's soccer and yeah. basketball. I, I don't know. I almost feel like she probably has read Ender's Game, but I don't know if she would have cared for yeah, it. I, much. I
2: guess my question is, do you see influence from this book in particular in any of the other works you read?
1: I believe I already answered this question.
2: <laughs> do you think that's from... Do you think that stems from Ender's game? 100%. Or from-
0: There's a yeah. l- little... Now that you've said it, there is a lot like how Katniss handles the capital falling and... Yeah. and-
1: no, they literally... He, she, like, word for... Almost word for word, the same reaction that Katniss had when she saw the, the wolves. He was like, oh, they have faces of the people I know. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the same... That is
2: a very direct... Yeah, very I, similar I, thing. Thank
1: you for putting that together. I guess it's been a while since I read yeah, Hunger Games. Like wolves and a bait. come on, that's not yeah. Come on, uh, come, come on, on, come on, come on, come on. on. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> I mean, you also have the sadistic
0: kid, you know, in the school. Yeah, also the sadistic kid in the in the game. Yeah, I, know.
1: Know.
2: I yeah I think this book did have a lot of influence, and I mean, it it won all kinds of awards, mm-hmm. and it's been reprinted and sold millions and millions of copies.
1: I think the the one person against. Uh, a few people is it? Now that you said that, kind of reminds me of Harry Potter against Malfoy. Like, uh, there's Ender, always a bully. Yeah, Ender and uh, Bonzo.
2: Yeah, um, is that is that just uh, an antagonist versus a protagonist, though, or is that influenced from Ender's Game? Do you think
0: Harry Potter is not as aggressive?
2: Yeah, Harry is definitely not as now, need to win the war. If we're talking about the Hermione
0: the series, what? <laughs> the Hermione series you haven't read the Hermione series it's there, <laughs> it's Harry Potter from the appropriate series? point of view no no yeah, you are what it? it's called how have you not Hermione and I read the freaking book in the library guys and Hermione and look I can save the day even when I am petrified you haven't seen Harry's and... shadow <laughs>
2: all right gotcha <laughs> <laughs> Now, if the book was if Harry Potter was told from the uh, perspective of Hermione, uh it'd be a completely different story because she goes she she can solve any problem with going back in time and that's not used. You know
1: what? I'm gonna really need that to happen now.
2: No, there's an entire meme that it takes the Harry Potter series and, and goes Hermione
0: and the <laughs> and I think number seven is Hermione and the time that Harry got us lost in the woods for a really freaking long time <laughs> <laughs> and something else. I can't remember. But yes. All
2: right.
1: Y'all got me excited. No,
2: yeah, I know you, you, you were you were visibly <laughs> In shock.
1: <laughs> I was literally ready to go to Million. I saw you with your books. phone. I,
2: I thought I think I saw you on Goodreads.
1: <laughs> I I love Hermione so much.
0: That's because Hermione is truly the hero of the series. I mean I will f- you cannot tell me
2: otherwise. You can't look like Hermione.
1: Thank you. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. I have okay. a time turner in my purse. Do cool. <laughs> all
0: <laughs> um, right, all right.
2: Let's uh do we, we have any more comments on the Enders Game?
0: Well, you need to tell us what the drink is for the book. I need to tell you yes, what the drink is? You pick the book. You pick the drink. You
2: know, this is a classic book in my eyes, so I think we need a classic drink. I think this is a good book to read 7 to 8 p.m. with a glass of uh, Jack and Coke. Maybe it's because my book just smells old. Because <laughs> it has like a I very... sitting
0: there going classic. We could go... go are we going non alcoholic and Just going a Coke, but Jack and Coke sounds good to me.
2: Jack and Coke is put for some reason. I would I would associate those two.
0: I am now like picturing Ender like done with battle and just like throwing a few back. He's got a ton. No, he's got
2: <laughs> he's he's laying laying out a little sprawled in a chair with a tumbler that he's holding from the top with the two giant ice cubes and with Jack and Coke. The and lights so
0: are that. low, <laughs> shadow on the face. He's
2: contemplating the things he's done today. And then later he's he at made the bar. A
0: genocide uh, check. <laughs> Then fifty years later, he's sitting in the bugger bar and going, "Don't you know who I am?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he's down too many.
2: Yeah, so I'd say a classic <laughs> drink, uh, Jack and Coke, seems like that sort of like vibe. Very, totally. it's very, it's a very boys' book, so I think that's a very that a, boys' drink.
0: That is a very boys' drink. So, what are you guys reading next?
2: I'm still working on a tome, <laughs> this like fifteen hundred page what, fantasy What school series. getting in
0: in your way or something? Is,
2: a lot gets in the way of fifteen hundred <laughs> pages. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. It's a uh, it's a very, like this is a a fantasy book that is very much like a D and D session you would have with friends. That's like cool. uh, it's very like oh theatrical and and quippy and. Is this it, what
0: Stranger Things is based on?
2: No, but I am excited for that. <laughs> I am too. I'm also excited for the new Psych movie coming out. Oh
0: God! Do you, know you
2: ever watch Psych?
0: No. Do you know what it is? No. It's this guy that pretends to be a psychic to solve mysteries,
2: He's, but he really can
0: just read people really well. I do like this trend of let's give a movie to things to wrap it up, because can we do that to Chuck? Oh, I re- never finished Chuck. But don't Chuck finish really Chuck, it. because Chuck has season five, which is terrible. Can
2: Dexter have a real um, ending?
0: Oh, I gave up on Dexter so long ago.
2: He ends as a lumberjack.
0: Oh, I, I read the ending and was like, I hate this. You ever, so do you know, you know
2: about Dexter? No. It's, uh, what do
1: you watch?
2: Mulan and Moana, <laughs> basically. It's actually sorry. like you think I'm joking, but
1: <laughs> okay, I, all right. I,
2: she's basically the, a so wannabe that, Disney princess. There is I am a Disney princess. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: um. No i I basically watch all the CW superhero shows. Mm-hmm. So okay. the Flash, Arrow, uh, Supergirl, iZombie. No.
0: Oh uh, iZombie is a comic book. Why are you hating on it?
1: Uh, I'm not hating on it. Yeah.
2: Uh, why are you hating on it by not watching it? <laughs> How dare you?
1: I might get into it. I have friends that like it. Um, I'm but... not going to go into my spiel as to why everybody should watch iZombie,
0: but everybody should
1: watch iZombie. <laughs> I watch Gotham, <laughs> Once Upon a Time. Oh, God. I, I, I don't know. I just like it. I like seeing all my favorite characters live action and, you know, I'm going to call Disney out. He, they should have cast Aladdin in Aladdin. Yeah. They they, they
0: casted Aladdin very well in that show. I will agree. Um, they uh, underutilized that plot line, but
1: yes, like I'm, I'm saying like, anyway. But that's that's what I watch. Um, what are you I, reading next, though? What am I reading? Um, <laughs> i have just comics right now. I, with school, it's hard to sit down and, and read an actual book without taking months to read it. Are you reading? Anything in particular, like,
0: backlog-wise, or are you just reading anything that comes out?
1: Uh, I actually just recently read The Killing Joke. Okay. Um,
2: I, I remember you posting about how it was very different. It is.
1: Different.
2: Oh, I think it was in the description of the podcast you put up or something. No, oh, it, you it was, read the podcast. Uh, I've read the podcast. <laughs> you read the description. <laughs> I read the podcast.
0: It's, a uh, yeah. I haven't read it, but enough people have read it that I'm like... It's pretty good. I almost
2: don't have to read it. Do you watch the movie?
1: Uh, not yet. I'm working
0: on I it. I
2: watched it on an airplane to Phoenix. Shout out to Tim. Phoenix. He's buying it for me. Oh, yeah, Tim. Shout out to <laughs> Tim. Tim, can you buy me something? He
1: does not need more shout outs. <laughs>
2: it's, it is my goal to make sure Tim has a shout out in every episode.
0: Tim does not need that much love.
2: Tim, you do. He's got enough of an ego.
1: You know what? Megan, I don't think had... you realize the relationship between Carson and Tim.
2: I don't.
0: Uh, tell like, me more about this relationship.
1: It's weird. Like, they've never <laughs> met, but we they're like best friends. We just get each other.
2: We just get <laughs> each other. Classic Tim.
1: Classic Tim.
0: <laughs> um, no, like seriously, my bag is, I have like things I collected. It's like, oh yeah, I was supposed to send that like six months ago to Tim. We can't, and, have, and totally we have, we
2: can't have the last 15 minutes of this podcast be talking us us. talking. <laughs> oh, about Tim. trust
0: me, most of this will get
2: cut. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Dang, Tim, <laughs> you do not even know what you're missing.
0: <laughs> I'll separate it and put in a little recording and be like, when you're feeling down, listen to this love that doesn't come from me.
2: Han's going to cut the uh, all of the parts where we talk crap about you, so we, you won't even know what's said. But trust us, she cut out about 25 minutes of solid crap talking.
1: <laughs> that sums up Tim in three words. Twin, twin Peaks, 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 comics, Funko. Funko Pop. And podcast, add in podcast. Yeah, somewhere it's in
2: there. Is twin, twin Peaks hyphenated?
0: No. Aww,
1: okay. I hate okay. okay, three
0: objects. Yes. Three, three ideas. Three,
2: yes. You
1: don't hate me. I hate you.
0: You don't hate me. No, There's hate a little him. bit of sports in there.
1: Yeah, some falcons. And his dog. It was very cute, by the way. Okay,
0: so yeah, I asked him the other day if he still has this dog because I never hear about this dog anymore. And he did not respond and, like, went on a different subject. And I was like, Is Yeah, dog he's, gone? he's
1: good at that, at not responding. Calling <laughs> you out, Tim.
0: But, um. That makes me feel better
1: because he doesn't no, respond to shit to me. He literally, he's, he's so annoying. But, um, uh, yeah, he still has the dog. He's really cute. But yeah, so that, that so Jack and Coke, huh? So, <laughs>
2: wait to bring we did it get, back around. Did Jack get pretty far. Coke.
0: So both of you guys have books that you're probably currently reading because school is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a book I'd
2: recommend based on this, but I don't. Oh, think there I've is. got some. I've got two in particular <laughs> oh, that <dear. laughs> that really stand out in the same vein. Ready wait, Player based, One, based off of Oh God, game. Yeah, okay. uh, ender's game. Ready Player One, I think, follows the same sort of like. It's a little, it's a little more pop culture-y and like fun of a read, but there's a, specifically another book written by that same author. Armada. Yeah, mm-hmm. Armada is one I thought of.
0: I liked Ready Player One because I listened to Will Wheaton talk.
2: I love Ready Player One. It is so are you great. really excited about the movie? Yeah, um, it's actually I don't get I don't go see a lot of movies. I don't get excited about movies, often. But, but I'm this excited. Is I'm excited about Ready Player One, and I was excited about it, and it was really good.
0: It was fantastic. I am actually listening to it currently. See it.
1: What do you think?
2: Mm, Not yes. a killer clown fan? Yeah. Oh. You want to no. go see it? We no. can go see it.
1: No. Hmm.
2: How do you feel about clowns?
1: Considering I read Batman and it's the clown is his main enemy, uh, I don't <laughs> mind clowns.
2: So come see it with me. No.
1: Scary clowns is
0: what I mind. <laughs> Scary clowns that are really from another dimension. And- yeah, it was a demon.
1: Yeah, no. Um, actually, funny story. Um, right when how are
2: you segue to this?
1: No, it, it has to do with it. Okay. Um, uh, at Publix, a friend of mine works in a deli, and right when it was about to come out, there was a red balloon that had floated. To the back mm-hmm. of the deli.
2: That's Whoa. awesome.
1: Yeah. And then I was like, he, well, you're going to die. And um, actually. <laughs>
2: well, you're going to die. <laughs> uh, Tim
1: had opened up the trash compactor. Shout out to Tim. <laughs> Shout out to Tim. Um, Tim Tim had opened up the trash compactor and there was a red balloon that flew up when he opened it. And <laughs> yeah, he freaked out.
2: You know, it's based off a real story.
1: Oh, yeah. Does it revive every 27 years?
2: Dairy, Indiana. All the missing kids. You never heard about this?
1: No, but I'm never going to Indiana.
2: Goog- Nobody it. goes to Indiana. It's okay. That's true.
0: It.
1: Um, there was a
0: teen in Pennsylvania somewhere that started, like, tying red balloons over sewer grates.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw to, that. Yeah,
0: and, and the police got involved and were like, please stop. <laughs> hey, scary. Y'all
1: remember that one time there was, like, killer clowns on the side of the road?
2: That yeah, one last year. Yeah. <laughs> remember that one time when stupid people dressed up as clowns and sat on the side of the road? That's that was basi- that <laughs> What well, <they> I just said. <laughs> so they weren't killer clowns.
1: Clowns. It was just peop- it was just
2: uh, people trolling. And in, uh, in how do you know they office. were trolling? Because there were never any. How do you
1: know they were trolling?
2: The what? deaths haven't been
0: found yet. That's. You don't say there hasn't been any deaths. You don't know.
1: You, we don't know.
2: Maybe there are really people. There every have definitely day. been clowns killing people.
0: I do you like the like number of you know? people who are <laughs> suing. Like McDonald's is pissed. The clown community is pissed. Oh yeah, they someone they else protested is pissed too.
2: It. The clown community was protesting it. Yes. I would love to see that. I want to see that picket line. All right. I don't
0: know how I feel about any <laughs> of it. But the movie was great, and I'm really excited for the second one. <laughs> I heard
1: it's funny. It's uh the It,
2: movie? Is, it mm-hmm. is absurd. Like, t- more to, funnier it's, than it is scary. It's, oh, it's, I was terrified. It's absurd.
0: I also don't watch Not movie trailers it. these days.
1: So oh. if
0: you've seen the movie trailer, you've seen most of the jumps. Mm, disagree.
2: And it's most of the jobs. Yeah. Okay. I guess, I guess my so. stipulation
1: mm. to watching it in the movie theaters is having a zoom zoom with me and a blanket with me.
2: What's a zoom? zoom zoom? What is wrong with
1: you? I'm going to learn y'all some things today. <laughs> <laughs> it is zoom. a stuffed animal that is super cute. All
2: right, bring <laughs> it. Let's go see it. No, I'm not. Watching I it. want to be there when you see. It.
1: Oh, it's, I've seen like those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've
0: seen those. I think my let's, sister has one. Let's wrap this podcast up. We yeah, can talk so... about it. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you guys what's going on in your world Elena? uh
1: you, you can find me on com. i do podcasts i do Book club soda with carson um and i also do another uh comic book podcast called the Alcave. which so, you guys just had a few new episodes right yes we uh we, we had some episodes coming out talked about the killing joke and uh women in comics very cool mm-hmm.
2: am i allowed to plug my band
1: yeah go ahead
2: all right. All right. Yeah, so, if you've got a
0: Spotify channel or Pandora or anything, go right ahead.
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, so I, I used to be the editor in chief of KSU Lifestyle. So I don't really have anything to plug. Whoa,
0: I didn't realize I was in, like, former world. This, this is, yeah. Hang on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> that is actually really cool. So I, like.
1: Don't feed a ego. even I more. can't, well, I can't,
2: I can't, I don't have, like, things going on in that same vein anymore. No, You're but go ahead. But, Promote your but band. But the band, yeah. uh, so I'm in a band called the Wake Up Kids. Okay. The Wake Up Kids uh, is very reminiscent of like 90, late 90s, early 2000s alternative rock, like Third Eye Blind and all that stuff that I grew up listening Not to. Not Foul Boy, though. Not, Not File Out one. Boy. That's too pop punk. The Roadside. <laughs> so side.
0: like 99X back before it left the first time? Kinda, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, so you can find out. We just put those out those a really like Atlanta reference. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we just put out a three song a three song EP on Spotify and iTunes okay. and Google Play and all the streaming services. And I didn't music. know
1: there was three songs. I thought
2: there was only one. No, this is uh, we put out an EP called Nights with You, which you okay. can check out. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash the Wake Up Kids Band. I think yeah. Is give it. me
0: your. Uh, Send me the Spotify mm-hmm. or send me some links and I'll add it into yeah, everything. Yeah, you can. Yeah.
2: Uh, you can also buy. We got some killer uh, t-shirts. You can buy on Bandcamp.com. Okay. And uh, do you have a recording? Pretty...
0: I'll change the intro and outro. Yeah, for the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: I'll send. I'll send them to you. You can download all of our music for free on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, I do like Bandcamp and stream this one for time free. at Bandcamp. I heard it Have great you seen album.
1: that movie? No. no. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you understand that reference?
0: I do you know how really it finishes?
2: <laughs> was was that from uh American Pie? <laughs>
0: yes, it is American Pie. All right.
2: I'll but tell
0: you what the rest of the reference is off air. Okay.
2: <laughs> That'll be a conversation. Uh so yeah, that's what I got going on. Um we play shows uh around Atlanta. Very um cool. I also just got a job, so <laughs> shout Are out! Shout out to Noble Systems for hiring <laughs> <laughs> as a as a technical trainer. <laughs> <laughs> as a technical trainer, shout out to Noble Systems. Wherever you at?
1: <laughs> shout out to Publix. Shout out to go. Publix <laughs> for
2: employing Melena. What Subs. up? publics
1: 3 years in the making mhm and tim not too much longer and Sh- tim. shout
2: out to tim
0: for 20 years you guys are making it really hard for me to cut out all these like shout I outs know. to him
1: that's the point <laughs> did he at least thank you guys for the last shout outs i asked him he was like yeah it's funny i've never They're talked like, to
2: tim tim you've never talked to i don't know tim is.
1: he has it. I, that's my last goal one day to have them meet and just like bro hug he can
2: come with us to it
1: there no. you go he actually wants to he he likes it he likes
2: come no with no. Us, no
1: no i'll hold
0: your hand it'll be okay no you can bring your zooms Zoom we me. can cuddle afterwards and then <laughs> so you can, you can get Zoom to sleep Zoom. at night no
1: okay if someone buys me a large popcorn a drink and my ticket then yes i'll go
2: i think tim will go half in with me
0: i was about to say i think between the three of us i won't buy you a large
2: can... popcorn does Actually, it have no, to no, be just no. your own you, large popcorn? You buy your own ticket, some? and I'll split a li- large popcorn Oh, good
0: mean. God. You can buy the popcorn. I'll buy a drink. Tim will get the ticket. We'll okay. make this work. All right. All right. I'm in town That's long fine. enough. All
2: right. That's um, fine.
1: All right. You know what? It's happening. Uh, 70%, <laughs> 70%. 70%. You can't back out after can I, you, can I convince you,
2: you, you said stipulation. 80%? We're matching these. Maybe. No, I yep. want to hear something. Maybe. Yes. Fine. Yes.
3: I
1: will watch
0: it. I've just got 10 extra
2: percent. There you go. As business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so as for me, you can always find me here or on my other podcast, which is Fable U.S. Retallions. I'm not going to pretend I know my social media stuff off the top of my head, um, <laughs> That's okay. but it is linked in the show notes and uh, you can follow us anywhere on there. I also just released a mini-sode where I talked to former guest Ollie Brady on banned books and challenged books in the U.S. and in Ireland uh, and how they are different. Um, and how they're not exactly celebrated over there because there are no banned books in Ireland, in case you're wondering.
2: That seems like a short conversation.
0: It actually <laughs> was a really, it was a good one because uh, they used to have a lot and the way they banned and challenged has changed. Over oh, the
2: so they don't have any anymore? No.
0: Um, I mean, go listen to the episode if you can I get will. through a rambling, but... Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, don't the, tell him, don't tell
1: him. Make yeah. him listen to the
0: episode. I'll listen to
2: the podcast. I like <laughs> I go. like the, the idea of
1: and you guys
0: are not on the next episode I just realized that but uh, so anyways join me next episode I'm going to have guests from the podcast panelology I don't know what we're reading because I'm seeing them tomorrow to discuss it so <laughs> I don't even know which guests are showing up but uh, two of those guys there's two of those people because Jenna's not a guy um, will be on the podcast with me so uh, see you in two weeks
1: bye Yeah. you. we'll keep it running
2: you can start your uh, your intro whenever you feel
0: this is so weird i'm used to having something to fidget with and i'm used to having nope
2: the intros you can you have
0: a do you have a fidget spinner if you would i like do it. i don't have one with me i might oh. take my hair tie out in a minute because i've learned i fidget with things that make noise and then i have to edit out the noise oh. if you, so. you
2: want to take some time and do some notes
0: no i'm okay, okay.
1: we're gonna wing this do it
2: um, how long did it take you to read this book
1: way too long because of school because of school and other reasons, but you know, we'll talk about it.
2: Oh, was this not in your, your, your normal genre? No,
1: there was no love story, so no. Oh what <laughs>
2: Welcome to Real Life. There's no love stories in real life. Oh real life There's no Ambrose.
1: No wait, wait, real life.
2: There's no Ambrose in this dang curl. <laughs> there's Are there buggers
1: coming after There's in only life?
2: buggers.